Welcome to the Talk and Chatter Experience, powered by Gasoline Alley Harley Davidson, Early Motorcycle Tires Australia, and TCX Boots. Welcome, Desiree Barnes. Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure. Thanks. Um, thanks for making your trip in, and uh, it's really, it's really unique because you're you're someone that I wanted to have on here for a long, long time, and then I was at Appen working, yeah. and I'm like, oh my goodness, that's Desiree Barnes there. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, and you because I was commentating. You're like. You're not going to ask me to comment, like, <laughs> right? uh, and I'm like, I'm not putting you on the spot. Don't worry about yeah. this. But uh, hey, um, it worked out really well. So thank you for, yeah. for making the time and uh, for coming in. And uh, how was that event? Did you enjoy it down there? Yeah, I love watching the flat track. Yeah, right. it's a good sport, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Everything goes by sort of like the sport you're involved in. Yeah. Within 45 seconds to a minute, everything's done. So and quick. then you start again. You yeah. Know? Where did it, where did it all begin? What happened for you? How did it all start for BMX? Um, so I started riding when I was three and it kind of started because my dad used to do motocross when he was young and he wanted me to do motocross and mum's like, nah, it's too dangerous. You're not doing that. So she took me and my brother, he's four years older, um, to the BMX track and it all started then. What, What BMX track? Um, I used to live in Adelaide. So the Cove. Right. Yeah. So South Australia, you start BMX. What's the transition from being three years old, starting to balance to winning world championships, winning national titles? How, how does it how does it work? So I started when I was three. Started racing at four. Yep. Within two years, I did my first world title at six, because it, it came to Adelaide. It was in Adelaide. Wow. So it was yeah. So Dad nommed me. I went and I won it. My first worlds at six, and. It, it took off from there. Started travelling every year for it. That is insane. Hmm. What a what an awesome opportunity at six years old though for yep. it to come to your state. Yeah, that's it, a cool start. Yeah, it was like it was meant to be. Yeah, yeah. And now we're, you know, many years after that, you've done this your whole life. Six years old, you succeed from that point. Yeah. How how do you keep success going? Oh, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. There's been a few times since probably when I hit my teenagers, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Wow. Yeah. So what's that? Is that motivation? Definitely. Or- I think it's because I started so young. I started travelling so young. I've been everywhere. I'm like, oh, I just want to take a chill. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That, that, that must be so difficult because, like, there's obviously talent. You've obviously had desire because you train like crazy to yeah. do this. And then some days it must just be like, oh, how do we put that foot forward to do this again? Yeah. And there's injuries and everything. Yeah. So I've I've been really lucky with injuries. I only had my first injury last year in August, like when I broke my back. Um, So that forced me to have some time off, which was really good. And this year I've found the love again. So next year's going to be on. So you're back like... BMX is on for next year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So explain the injury. Like you, you've just said you've broken your back. Like when people listen to someone say they've broken their back, they're like, what are you doing walking up the stairs here to this yeah. point, to yeah. this? Like what would you do? So I had an accident at training. I was just warming up and I, I've done this straight three million thousand times in my life. Um, but basically I went over the bars and just scorpioned myself. And wow. I got up and walked after like... I was got to the hospital and they did the x-rays and I was like, no, it's not broken, I've walked, like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. 
And then the extras came back and I did my T6, 7 and 8. Wow. And I was like, nah, like this can't be true. Like I fully just walked. And, yeah, and then there was concerns that it could have been compressed onto my spinal cord. So then it was like, oh, stressful. But I was back riding within two months. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Tell, tell me this, and, and we'll, get, we'll get further into each thing as we go, but you're incredibly strong. Like you do weightlifting, right? Yeah. That must have helped so much. Yeah, definitely. It. Yeah. Because you – like the most common, I'd say, break in BMX is probably the collarbone. Right. Because us BMXers, we train leg, like BMXers, you know, all lower body pretty much, and yep. we train legs. But what a lot of people don't understand is that you need to be upper body strong, especially, mm. you know, when you crash, yep. <laughs> you go forward. But I've been lucky. I've definitely not broken upper body. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. When did the weightlifting start? Like, when did that side of training come into your? Regime. So my old um, friend, family, he was my strength and conditioning coach and I started like weights when I was 10. And then he introduced me to weightlifting when I was 13, like Olympic weightlifting, the sport. And I did that until I was, I think, 16. Wow. Yeah. Because like I've had real bad shoulder Mm. problems and um, like dislocations. Yeah. And that was the biggest thing they said to me, like you don't um, just lift weights. Like you build the muscle around build it. Build the muscle around mm. it to support it. And when you've already had that program from being a 10-year-old, yeah. you've protected yourself from that part straight away. Mm-hmm. It's got to be beneficial. Yeah. And you see a lot of other uh, cyclists or BMX that your program that you do is so different to what they would do for training. Exactly. And I think I am genetically pretty broad around wow. the shoulders and my back and I think that's helped as well. And okay. I just build muscles so easily. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It's actually a good thing to have. It is a good thing. <laughs> so six years old, you start there in Adelaide. Um, do they have like at that time, was there like a nationals every year in a different part of the yeah. – uh, not a nationals, like a, a World Cup or something in a different part of the planet? What happened there? Um, so there's no World Cups until you hit junior and elite. Right. Which is 16, 17, 18. Mm-hmm. And um, – so basically when I was six and onwards until I've hit elite, I've just did world titles right? every year. So I think the next year after Adelaide was in South Africa and then it just hit off. Man, you've done some <laughs> yeah. travel. Yeah, I've done some travel. What was it like being a kid? Like can you remember these things vividly or what's, what's it like being a kid travelling to these oh, events? Like, I, can, I can remember like parts of it but um, I honestly can't remember yep. most of you know, the countries that I've been to. It's a blur. Mm-hmm. What about the tracks? How does things variate from, from here? Is it all, is it pattern, pattern? Like, how, how does it variate? Like, say you go to South Africa, is it a total different way that they do the sport? Um, well, no, because UCI yes. runs the events, so yep. they're all the same pretty much. The tracks are obviously a lot different mm. and, you know, more technical, could be more flat, but... But, yeah, the event itself run the same. They're all the same throughout mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah. So when you get to – so explain that to me. So it's like a junior uh, world title. It, is that right? Yeah, but they run elites as well elite. in the same week. So when you get to 16, that's when you step into – I think it's turning 17. Yeah, turning 17 is junior. Junior, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's when like – so up until that time, what's it called? Just 
you know. BMX? Know, yeah, BMX, same BMX. thing, just yep. like juniors. Yeah, juniors. Yeah. And then you turn a junior at seven. Junior well. elite. Junior elite. Junior elite. It? It's okay. the stepping stone to elite. Ah, okay. Yeah, but yep. now they've brought in under 23. Wow. Yeah. So Makes it confusing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is confusing now. And like what's, say for BMX, right? What's the life cycle of a BMX rider usually? Like do you see people in 30? Oh, yeah. 40? Like yeah. If, like where, where, oh, where, does it, what's, where's the, where, where does it peak, I guess? I think there's been like 30 up to 33. Right. 33-year-olds yep. like in elite competitive. Yep. Yeah. But after 30s, I think, you know, you start getting a bit old. You get older and you, you, you've got to have uh, like especially say like yourself, you've done it from three. Mm. Like you said, like you get to 16 or something as well, you start to think about it. You imagine getting the next number of 30. Mm. You'd be like, oh, do I want to do this again? Yeah. Do I, what, what's the machine that you try and train on? Like it's like a, what we call a dyno. Like what is, um, you know, the cycle machine where you have, you basically have your BMX strapped to it and then you like, you basically simulate a run with rollers. Yeah, rollers. Just Is it just rollers? It's called, it's called rollers, yeah. Ah, easy. Yeah. Like you imagine that, like you wanted to go get on the rollers like of a night time. You're like, maybe I could just sit around and not mm-hmm. do this tonight. Yeah, just watch That's some Netflix. That's got to kick in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just watch Netflix. You know, that even, even, even when I was like 14 to 16, yep. it, was, it feels like that. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've done it for so long. Tell me about going to school. Like it must be pretty cool. Yeah. Like from a six-year-old, like you got to think that's like grade one or two or whatever, yeah. depending where you're at. Like you've just won like a world event mm-hmm. at six. Yeah. That must be pretty cool. Yeah. I I finished it. I went across the line. And when you're at Worlds, you can't see your family. Like you, you're oh, really? in a pits and you're, you know, secluded from your family. They can't yep. come see you. You can't talk to them really. Um, so once I got to dad, he's like, do you know what you just did? And I was like, no. Nah. <laughs> He's like, you just won worlds. And I was like, what? Wow. <laughs> like, I didn't even know what I had done. Yep. I was so young. And the scale of it. Like, I guess you wouldn't. Like, no. at six years old, like, the world's pretty, it's infinite what you can mm. imagine, but you don't know things, no. I guess. No. When did you start to realise you were successful at it? Um, I think probably, so I went to South Africa the following year, eight girls, I got second. Mm-hmm. And then the following year... Where was it? Somewhere in Europe. And um, I got third. And yep. I was like, okay, I'm actually, I'm up there. Like, I'm top three. So then the following year, I think it was New Zealand, and I won again. And wow. and then I won the following year, two yep. in a row. And then the following year. And it was like, okay, well, I just need to keep winning. I was like, nah, <laughs> there's nothing less than one now. Yep. And then I had a few bad years um, I got, I crashed or something. I got seventh and then I came back and I was like, I have to win. Like, and I was, I think 13 and I won it again. <laughs> and then I went to Columbia and I won it again and I could never get the three in a row. Wow. I just kept, could never get it. But since then I haven't won one yet again. How does that feel? Oh, there's... Oh, <laughs> it's, it's horrible. It is. Yep. It It is. So I I lost, I was in second in my six, like 16 girls. Yep. So after 16, you go to junior elite. Mm-hmm. So like you want to, you want to get the last junior for sure. title. Yeah. And I was in second, it's a second corner. And I was like, I'm going for the move. I'm going. And the girl from Switzerland, she was a big, big girl, like yep. tall. I'm, I'm small for the sport. 
and I was going, I was like, I have to, it's, I'm, I, I need to win it. And then, so I went for the move and I basically just clipped her and like high-sided myself and I was like, oh, shit, whatever. And I was, I was stoked that I went for the move, but, you know, eighth place and 16 girls yeah. was kind of shit. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, then I uh, went for my first year junior and, and um, where was it, Belgium. Mm-hmm. And I was, at this point I was like, don't want to do this for, like, I'm oh. over it. Yep. And just no motivation. I didn't care what I got pretty much. And I made a semi-final. I got fifth or sixth in the semi didn't make the final and yeah. I was like oh this is my worst final to date and uh, this is my worst like placing to date so in this worlds. Is 11 years of worlds basically from 6 to 17 mm-hmm. and this is the worst mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and since COVID I haven't gone to worlds yeah so since I was 17. I was going to ask you this actually like so you, are you 20? 20. 20. Yeah. H- how's that affected your sport like you've you've come through at that time when you've had the chance to potentially compete yeah, and it doesn't happen. Mm. Like it was hard to get to places. Yeah. Has that affected it? Yeah, definitely. Has that, on the other side of it though, has that made you feel for like next year that you're really more enthused to actually go back? Oh, yeah. I think honestly now looking at since COVID's happened, I think it's a blessing for me because Mm. honestly it's been a bit of a break and especially obviously I broke my back as well, like – it's been a good break and now it's made me look like, no, I love the sport. I want to get back in. I want to get competitive again. Like I want to go next year to America and do some World Cups and, you know, get up there again. It's it's so cool to chat to people that are so competitive, mm. right? So I had um, Mike Jones in here yesterday. Mike just won the Australian Superbike Championship oh, third yeah. time. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're, we're doing a dissect of the year for this year. And uh, one of the rounds, he got second overall. And I, rem- I remember working there and uh, everyone's like, oh, well done, well done. And we're talking about it yesterday. And he's like, it just does my head in. Like yeah. it's, everyone says it's great. Like everyone's so stoked because you're on the podium. But as a competitor, mm. you're like, oh, I don't just, like this feeling yeah, too much. It's not yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? Oh, it's just <clears throat> like you know you can be up there. You yeah. know you can be one. So getting anything but one is just like all those on. hours. Yeah, definitely. It's all those hours work. Yeah. I guess that's mm-hmm. a big part too. You mm-hmm. put everything in, and then yeah, oh, we're, we're, I need this back. You know, so yeah, definitely. Explain training to me, like from say ten to seventeen to when you're in that junior elite. What do you do? Like you obviously you said you're doing weightlifting from yeah. ten. Um, what about cycling? Like how often do you um, go to the pump track a week, and what's what's happening there? So I basically do two to three bike sessions on the track. Yep. Whether that, that's, so that could be, you know, straight efforts, two straighter efforts and then all gates mm-hmm. and sprints as well. So two yep. sessions of sprints a week, which is basically stand still on your bike and you do like a 20 to a hundred meter sprint, depending on where you are in the block for training yep. and your events. Um, and gym. Yep. I do two to three sessions a week gym. Yep. And that's still the way you work. Did you, have you kept your program through to being a young adult now? Um, basically the same same mm, thing. It's changed a little. I'd say it's honestly been pretty same. Like yeah, because yeah, I did do weightlifting and I did three sessions a week for weightlifting. So, but I was doing the sport. Yep. So it was. I got older and I'm like I can't juggle both. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like you've represented Australia 
in weightlifting. Mm-hmm. That's pretty damn cool. Mm. Was there a point where you thought, I got to, I, I can't juggle. Do I go one or the other? Yeah. I knew I couldn't give up BMX, but. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's in the heart. Is that right? Yeah. Is this the is this the junkie mentality of adrenaline? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, it's that part. You yeah. Know, I love racing. It is. Mm. Yeah, okay. It's yeah. a weird feeling, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because like that is the, um, you just feel like, Mm. If, if, if without that, where do I replace that with? Yeah, definitely. And it's very hard to find that. Like I did nationals in Tassie last month. Yeah. And I hadn't raced since June, which is like for BMX, that's like yeah. you race nearly every weekend. So yeah. I hadn't raced since June. And after nationals, I was like, oh, I love this. Like it's so yeah. fun. Like racing is just, there's nothing better than it. Yeah. Have you been able to, and, and it's really difficult as you compete too, have friendships for the whole time throughout um, sport or how's that how's that work I've I've never really had girlfriends yeah okay yep. I'm always been around the boys and because it is like a male dominant sport yeah I've been always around boys and yeah I haven't had many girlfriends but getting older like you have you form friendships like yep. you you get over that like, the rivalry yeah or yeah you yep. get over it how has it changed like from six years old to now um when did you move up here? Um, I think I was nine, turning 10. Okay. Like you have a look at the facilities that we have now, like pump tracks, mm. BMX tracks. Like Queensland's a really good hub for that sport, hey? Yeah, definitely. So I think dad got a promotion with his work, but it was also like BMX for me. Yep. It was going to be better for me. Yeah, right. So BMX up here is so much bigger than obviously in Adelaide. Yeah. And yeah, the sport's a lot bigger. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. When did you decide to, like, obviously you're training for 10 for the weightlift. Like, when did you think you could actually compete in that? Um, so I've been lifting weights since I was 10. Yeah. I started at 13 for yeah, weightlifting. Okay. Yeah. And I think I was 14 when I did my first, uh, of like, international event and I got second. Wow. And... Yeah, so I was like, oh, this is, this is fun. Like, it is a totally different adrenaline on the stage. Like, you walk up there, you're by yourself, you're lifting a barbell. Like, yep. it's so different, but it's it's good. Um, and then I went on and I did another Oceana Championships for that. And I got second again. Yeah. And it's so it, – it is hard to be competitive in weightlifting because, you know, you have to be strong, obviously. Yeah. And, Yeah. But you definitely can't do another sport with weightlifting, I feel like. You have to dedicate your whole life to weightlifting because if you miss one session, you basically miss like a whole month of training. Is that right? Yeah. It's that crucial. Yeah, it's like minimum, like, yeah. yeah. So, and and obviously the next part to that too is the diet, the... Diet. Everything else that goes with Making weight. Yes, yeah. And I have always struggled to keep weight on. Okay. And because I was in the 52 category... Yep. And I was always under 52. And when you're training for weightlifting, it's recommended to be two to three kilos higher than your weight category. Right. And then you cut weight close to the event. Yep. And I could never keep on weight. So, you know, training l- like lighter than your actual category was always my, you know, struggle. So you're on the other spectrum of you're trying to gain to get into it. Yeah. But you're on the light side of 52. Yeah. Whereas someone can come in at 54, 55. Mm-hmm. And, and they're them. already stronger because they're heavier. Because they're heavier, yeah. more muscle mass. Yeah, and yep. towards the end of me 
you know, competing, they bumped the categories up to 55 and I, it was yeah. so hard, yeah. so mm. hard. I think I could make 54 and that's all I could do. Uh, okay. Yep. Yeah. That's full on, isn't it? Mm. That's, yeah, that's, that's such a tough one. And there, is that the smallest, like, is that the lowest class of weight? No, there there's there 40 was 49. It was, it was 48 and then they bumped it to 49, but that's yeah. too low. Okay, yeah. It was too low. I was like, I, I'm not losing all this weight, especially for BMX. Yeah. BMX, you want to be as heavy as you can. Because this is what I was well. going to ask as well with that, because uh, we're talking about, um, was she a Swiss girl? From, yeah. Yeah? No, I didn't, yeah. You're saying that uh, she's bigger. Right? Yeah. Is there a perfect size? I mean, you know, it's never really been spoken about, like, you know, being small is, you know, a disadvantage or, like, one of the best female racers in BMX, Elise Post, um, she, well, Elise will live in now, she's married. Um, <laughs> yeah, so she's, like, my height. Right. She's tiny, but she's strong, yep. like, strong. Um, and she's, you know, she's won a silver medal, so... You know, but a lot of the European girls are huge. Like, yeah. you're not huge, but, like, tall and, like, you know, broad. And Genetically, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, like, bigger yeah. across the shoulders and yeah. broader. Yep. And, you know, when you're going for the moves in the corners and yeah. a bigger girl is going to – a bigger right. person is going to have you, you right. know. That's yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's – yeah, because so many sports, it's like to be the lightest is or the smallest or whatever, it's just – a absolute 100% benefit. It, it is. It's a both way. Thing. It is good to be small, like pedaling. Yep. You get, you're faster. Yep. You, you know, you can be re- faster reaction. Um, but it is scary being on in the gate with taller girls. They're like, you're looking at what they're all up there. <laughs> I'm down here little. Um, and because when you're being light jumping in the wind and stuff, you can get, it is beneficial to be a bit heavier. When, when you were full ball at it before, um, obviously COVID and mm. everything happened, how, how many times a year would you race? Nearly every weekend. Yeah, so that is so strange when you're only racing, like, down in Tassie. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a long time. So I, I, I just, you know, I wasn't motivated. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to rock up to an open day and not co- be competitive with, you know, the girls. So I just was like, no, I'm not going to racing. If I'm not in it, I'm not in it. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? I'm nomming for na- um, nationals and I'm going and I'm going to do two months training and I did it and I did pretty well. So now I'm like, yeah, next year, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Are you a goal person? Yeah. 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 So what's what's the goal for sort of like 23, 24? Because I guess it's not just one year you look at. You've yeah. got to start looking at what's the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. What 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 can you do? Well, my goal is to Oceana's in April in New Zealand yep. and um, that's a world qualifier. So I'm going to go there, do well, hopefully get selected for worlds. I'm looking at going to Europe and doing a few World Cups as well. I've never done a World Cup before, so yep. it will be interesting. Sport, like in general, cycle sports, BMX, mountain bike, everything, it's in a real good place, eh? Yeah. Like it's very popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's grow. It's growing and growing yeah. and growing. There's more eyeballs on it. Must feel must feel good because I guess it, it's taken. BMX has always been popular amongst a lot of yeah. people, but it doesn't get a broader audience sometimes. Yeah. But now, you know, it is definitely on the world stage. Yeah. Now it's Oz Cycling, so yes. it's all formed together. Yep. I think, especially now, also BMX Freestyle, 
It's in mm. QAS. You know, Logan Martin won the gold medal. So it's bringing a lot of limelight to the sport yep. of BMX as a whole. It's unreal. Like, yeah. um, I was going to actually ask you about it with cycling, but mm. you've already touched on that as well. Yeah. So, because that's changed in your time. Yeah. Um, but having Logan winning that, national TV coverage. Absolutely. Like morning, yeah. morning TV, you know, like things where a lot of people just would have not seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, it's, everyone has different opinions of how to do things and that, but that's yeah. got to be good for the sport. Oh, it, it's been really good. Yeah. Yeah. So if you get selected, how, 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 do you, how do you fund that? How do you go overseas? Like you've done this for a long time now. How does this all work? It's all out of the back pocket. It is? Yeah. yeah. Um, elites, I think, get covered. Okay. Um, but next year I think I'm going to stay in under 23. Yeah. So. So uh, the whole time, like through, you know, you've travelled to South Africa, like all these places, mm-hmm. that's all personal funding? Yeah, Dad. Wow. She's yep. dad. Yeah, she's dad. <laughs> it, it, it adds up, eh? Yeah. 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 Like, it's no different to any other sport. Like, that's how it is. No, it is, it is how it is. But to make it, you got to spend the money. It. Yep. What about bikes? When you ride, when you ride, like, you've had different brands over time, it, do you have just super feeling of everything? Like, you Does mo- everything feel different? Like, every oh, bike? Oh, Yeah. I'm yeah. so fussy. Really? Yeah. So I think I obviously when I was younger, I rode different bikes. I just dad bought me a bike. I would ride it. Yep. Um, but since I was I think twelve, I've been on a pure. I was on a pure. Yeah. And I did not change. I uh, got a Speedco two years ago, and they're the only two bikes that I enjoy riding. Really? Like that I ride good on. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm if fussy. you jump on something else, you feel it straight away. Like no, this is mm. this isn't for me. Yeah. Um, I rode for a team and I loved their bike. Yeah. But it just, I just wasn't, it wasn't me. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now what, like, what is that? Because usually, like, you have um, chains, you know, group set, what do they call it, mountain bike or whatever. Yeah. Are pretty much the same brands, what's bolted onto the bike. Mm-hmm. So is it just the frame, just, just where it, everything sits, just feels funny? Yeah. So um, for me, if the bottom bracket's too low, yep. it, when you're coming out of a corner and you're pedaling, I used to, because I pedal really early. Right. Um, and I, like the pedal would hit the ground and I'd high side myself and nearly crash, or I've crashed a few times. Yeah. Um, so that that's the positioning that gets me. Yeah. And then obviously, yeah, but I just know. Uh, even, even dad will move my bars a little bit and I'll be like, something's not right here. It's pretty, yeah. Mm. That's what it should be. Yeah. Like, with what you've done, yeah, you are the best of the best, right? You're you're in elite level of cycling, yeah, of, of BMX. Um, that's what the difference should be, yeah. To me, hopping onto something and as a mere mortal and going, oh yeah, this feels great, yeah. like oblivious to whatever else mm. it does. That's what it should be, yeah. That's pretty cool, yeah. It's good. What do you ride next year? Uh, oh, can you not say? Or I'm, I'm, I have haven't been on a team for many, many years. Yeah. I'm open to it. Okay, yeah. But, yeah, haven't had a conversation yet, but yep. I think I will. You will? Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Does that make it easier? Like for teams, right, when they do that, does that make it easier for the travel and that? Um, depends on what deal you get. Okay, yeah. But, um, you know, I don't like the pressure and if I'm not in love with the bike and I don't feel comfortable, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that a good, good position to be in? Yeah. Because it's like it's actually what you know you want. Yeah. 
like you, a lot of people go through life and just do it because that's mm. sort of how it's done. Yeah, it's like you get a free black and you get a bit of payment, but, but I'd rather do it and feel good on my black and, yep. you know, do it for me. It's, that's a bit selfish, but... Oh, you've got to be. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, sometimes yeah. Sometimes it, it's, it's just the way it is. Mm. But, yeah, I'm definitely open it, open yeah. for it. I think I, I need to give people a chance and, yeah. you know, try something different. I think it will be good. It, it, sometimes that change can help mix things up too, yeah, I guess. Yeah, definitely, eh? yeah. What, what's the... Um, so, like, if, if, like, when you went to Tassie a few months ago, what, what was it like to line back up on the grid? Like, it's been a little while. Oh, was it weird? I think first moto, I was shaking on the gate. I was like, oh, my Lord, I haven't yep. ridden since June. Um, or, like, raced since June. Um, do you still get nerves? Yeah, I do. You do? Yeah. yeah wow. Um, like, nationals and stuff, yeah, yep. definitely. Um, but, yeah, it was so good to race. I just, yeah. I was, I was buzzing like a little kid. It's good. Yeah. It's what you want. Yeah. How how is like in in your time like you've come through, you've come through a pretty unique era when when you started to now, like the social media thing. You've, mm. you've got a fantastic social media yeah. presence. How has that benefited, and how has that been negative? Is it is there two ways? Has it just been a benefit? Um, I'd say it's been a benefit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's good for my sponsors. For sure. Um, yeah, that's so good. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those things. I, I honestly thought, um, because when you started, it would have been very little. Yeah, that, you know? I think I, um, you know, my parents didn't want me on socials, yeah. and I started my Instagram at fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, and yeah, it really kicked off when, within like two years. Yeah. So I was like sixteen, seventeen. I got to ten k, yep. and I was like, oh, this is cool. Yep. And then, yeah, so my TikTok following has basically got most of my Instagram following. Explain that to me. So I've I've popped off on, I popped off on TikTok a little bit. Popped off. Hey? Popped off. <laughs> um, like, and so my following from TikTok go to my Instagram. And yep. Yeah, that's how I've basically got most of my following. And it's like, it's like great for sponsors. Mm-hmm. Um and just being able to show people everything that you can do. Yeah. Um, do, do you, like, because you have done it for so long as, as a sport, do you consider yourself somewhat of a role model for that? Yeah. Or do you not even think of that? I don't even, or, uh, yeah, I don't really think of it. Yeah. Um, you know, the little kids come up to me at the track at nationals and want a photo. I'm like, oh, like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm like, why do you want a photo? But, yeah, and then I look back and I'm like, okay, I've been in the sport since I was four. Yeah. So you're successful. I've been, yeah, yeah, I've been around a lot, a while. So it's 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 really cool. And I, like I was going to touch on something you said about the open day, sort of you know just a yeah. Is it practice day or you know a club a club day basically? Yeah, you don't want to line up so much. There's probably a little part there where you probably think as well. There's probably kids here that want to be with me. Yeah, that's that's pretty damn cool. Oh yeah, that's a good part. Yeah, too. yeah, definitely, it's good. How is it traveling with BMXs? Is traveling around the world? Is that does it get annoying, like trying to take luggage and? Oh no, nah, it's pretty easy because mm. our bikes pretty much go into. It's called a golf bag. Right. It's like a flat bag. Yeah, yeah. And we just take the front wheel, the bars off, and yep. yeah, it's easy. What's the worst travel story you've had so far of traveling? Um, I'd say I think it was Denmark. I was probably eleven. Yep. And we didn't have the flat golf bags yet. We had the boxes. Oh wow. 
and so the original purchase boxes. Yeah, like yeah, yep, them. Yeah, and <laughs> and it was pissing down with rain. <laughs> um, we're trying to lug these boxes over to the train. I think we're going from Amsterdam to Denmark. Oh no, Rotterdam. Amsterdam to Rotterdam, yep. and we're lugging out these black bag um, boxes in the wet, and they all just they just fell apart. Oh no! All that stuff fell out, pretty much. Like and <laughs> so, who are you with at this point? Uh, dad, mum. Your mum and your dad. Mm. Yeah. And you're in Amsterdam or Rotterdam. Yeah, we're trying so. to get yep. into the train. We couldn't find where we were going. We couldn't read this map because it was in a different language. And yep, the boxes fell apart in the rain. Got all soggy and ripped. That's that's just a recipe for tension. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, like where you've got your parents just going to be like, ah, yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's oh yeah, deal, you know, yeah, definitely. You shouldn't have bought the cardboard box. Yeah. You should have bought a flat bag. I think I think definitely in the next year, Dad bought those. Um, yep. You know, the shabby, the good ones. What's been a good day? What's been a real fun day of actually doing this? Is there one particular one you look at and go, gee, I really did, I did amazing here. Has uh, it been yeah. So I was 14 girls, Columbia, and I won that year. And I, I blitzed it. Like I rode so well. And I think that was my favourite event to date. I loved the track. I love Columbia too. It's yeah, right. so different. So what's it like then? I've never been to Columbia, so tell me. Like, what's it like? Um, it's so hard to explain. It's just so different. Like, if you've been to Europe, like, it's just, it's, like, so different. Yeah. It's obviously third world and, but, like, the, the country's so beautiful. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, you know, I don't know how to explain it. It's just the food, everything. It's yeah. just different. Isn't that one of the cool things of travelling? It's just different. Yeah, you just different. You can basically describe it like yeah. that. It's just different. Yeah. yeah. And I've been to Belgium like three times yeah. and I love that. I love going to Belgium. It honestly feels like home there. Is that right? Yeah. Was it just something that you feel comfortable in? Yeah. Yeah. Like I love I love the country, like Belgium, the, the state in Europe. <laughs> yeah, you've, you're going to have to uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the state or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah. you're going to have to tell me because I don't know that one. But, um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what places had the best cycling, like BMX culture? Um, Papendal. So they've got a whole cycling. It's like a complex. Wow. There's a gym. There's, you know, the physio. Everything's there. Yeah. And it's just cycling. Yeah. It's huge. If you had the keys to Oz Cycling, right? <laughs> there's not keys. I'm living in the past. You had a digital key card to get in there. Mm-hmm. What would be something you change? What would be something you go, hey, this would be really cool for our sport? Or is um, it perfect? Um, I would say, like, it'd be sick to have, like, you know, a gym facility. Yep. All us BMX riders come there. We train together. Yep. You know, you, we can train together, but having a full facility. I'd say, like, QAS where you can go, you train with your pals. Like, yep. But, yeah, just BMX. So, like, something like a Sleeman. Yeah, Sleeman. with that whole... The whole infrastructure of everything else, the training yeah. program for gyms and yeah. everything all put that'd, in. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Mm. Do you reckon that'll ever happen? The sport's growing. It like, is, it, it definitely is. There's no is. doubt that that can maybe be a thing. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that'd be, it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. What, what's what's our best place to cycle, like BMX in, in, in Queensland? Probably Sleeman. It is? Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Do you enjoy riding there? Yeah, I love it. What's Narang like? Love Narang. Yeah? Yeah, those so two. so lucky to have those two. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, Queensland's... You know, blessed with good tracks. Now, when you were, when you were a kid, you said about the dirt bikes, like not to go that sort of path. Mm. 
as you've an adult, like I've seen you at dirt bike events a lot <laughs> like lately. Has there ever been a time where you've sort of gone, maybe I should transfer my skill set over to this? Oh, I would love to. Yeah, okay. But, you know, you can't risk the injury. Yeah. But I, got, I had a motorbike last year. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I want to get another one. Because with the riding skill, like it's there. Yeah. Like you can hop on yeah. and, you know, you don't go to like all these events around the world as a BMX person and not be able to have balance, skill, yeah. determination. Can you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> so That's good. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we, you don't have all that without being able to, hey, one day I might transfer this over to this. So at one point, do you think that would ever be a possibility? Definitely. Really? Yeah, definitely. What's the appeal of the motorbike stuff? I love it. I've always been, I've, I literally tell my dad every day, I wish I did motocross. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah. I love it. What would be different if you did motocross compared to BMX? I don't know. Yeah. don't know. Like, I don't know. I think it's, I, I watch girls on their dirt bikes and I'm like, that is so cool. Do you think it's a freedom thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's just because it has a motor, you go quick and you're doing that. Like, yeah. that bike is the how much more kilos than you. Like, yeah, and you're just, it, yeah, you, yeah. You're, you're showing it. Yeah. Like, you're, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, the motorcycle thing is real weird. Mm. Like, it's such a simple machine, really, <laughs> but it's real complex. Yeah. So, um, much, much like a cycle, um, but it's still, yeah, I don't quite get it yet. I'm, for instance, yeah. since I was three years old, I still don't understand every sort of part to it. No. So. Do you get stronger from here? Like, how, how strong can you get? Oh, there's definitely more. Yeah. There's definitely more in me. Yeah. Would you go back to weightlifting? Nah, not as a sport. I no. still love, like, doing the movements. Yeah. But not as a sport. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the... There's no best form of anything. But in your opinion for what you do and how you want to be and feel, is that the best form of training that you can do for BMX? Um, yes, um, in a combination of like, you know, plyos and because you need the speed and the, you know, reaction, not just strength. What's the weirdest thing for reaction times you've done since you were a kid? Have you done anything strange about training? Like going over the gate? What's that? Going over the gate, like hitting the gate going over. Oh, no, like uh, for training for reaction time, for the gate drop. Have you done anything not really. I've been, I'm not going to lie, I've been really slack. Like I hate box jumps. Okay. I hate them. But they're like the main, like one of the main forms of training for BMX. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Just no, trying to get that jump. Yeah, yep. jumping up onto the box. So a, a, a guy I used to hang around when we was doing dirt track as a, mm. a younger person, um, he used to drop m- notes and that's to try and get a oh, better reaction yeah, time. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm like, I don't think this works. No, I don't think this works. I'm like, yeah. I really don't think this works. I'm like, um, because like w- w- when I was young and impressionable, people would like just say, oh, you should try this. This is going to be the best thing yeah. for your arm pump. I'll just use those things mm. like that, you know. Um, you've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. I'm like, surely some people have come up to you and said, hey, this is the perfect training thing. It's like. This doesn't make any sense. Mm. Well, you know, when you line up to go, like when you're waiting for your race and you're behind the gate that's raced, like in the gate. Yep. And the gate goes down, like you you do like, you know, we're all in the zone and we're like, hey, the road is ready to watch the gate. And then you're like, boom, you go with the gate. Like you you kind of get in the mentality, you're ready to go. Yeah. That's kind of, I'd say that's a bit weird. Like people 
that didn't do BMX would be like, what the hell are they doing? What are they doing? Here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what's your, what's your feeling like when you, when you're at the gate, the gates up, everyone's in a line, things are about to go. Um, is it just stop? Like, does everything stop or is it manic? Like, uh, is it- I just try and like, you know, be calm. Yeah. And are you a calm person? I'd say yes, but like I'm a go 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 person. Okay. Yeah. So I can be calm, but yeah. I can't sit still. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I just try and be calm, and I'm just like, yeah, get a good gate, just get a good gate. Yeah. That's pretty much all I say to myself. And because, like in these sports, like flat track, so much depends on that gate. Mm-hmm. Like whole shot. Everything. Yeah. Doesn't it? The whole yeah. shot like, counts for so much. Definitely. Um, when you get a bad gate. Is it just, do you just fume? Like, oh, like, is it, what, what's that feeling? Yeah, it's, it is horrible because especially when you're on a hill that's not like steep, like Sleeman, right. you're on a flat hill. Yep. If you don't get a good yay, you definitely have to get good second, third pedal. Like, yep. otherwise you're screwed. You're out the back. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's so, it's basically near impossible to mm. get back through. Yeah. Because everyone's riding at such a good level. Yeah. Um, yeah, It'd when be you disrespectful to your competitors to say, "No, nah, I'll just get them anyway." Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, bad guy, I'll still win. Yeah. yeah, if you, yeah, when you're up there and you're riding with the top girls, yeah, yeah, you're out the back. And is there much? Is there much? Um, we'll just say it. Is there much shit talk when you're up there, or is it all just real silent? No, just there's no. It's not. Oh, it's not like motocross and flat track. Like yeah. I coming into the flat track <laughs> scene, I'm like, nah. BMX is good. Really? I thought BMX was bad, but BMX compared to flat track and motocross by the looks and by the what I've seen. Yeah, and you've been around it. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, it's like... Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like that's what they needed to get G'd up. Yeah. Like the, it's the rivalry. Yeah. I need that rivalry mm. too. Uh, I don't want to compete to my full without that rivalry, mm. maybe. And it's funny. They're obviously, when we were a bit younger, the girls would always talk shit. And because yep. when I was younger, I was always, I won everything. Yep. So there was a little, like, I never had friends, like, you know, in the sport with girls. And, um, but now, like, we're older. No. It's good. It's kind of fine. Is it, is it, is it hard to win everything? Not as in the actual racing part, but at some point when people are looking at you going, oh, she won again. She won again. Mm. Is that weird? Mm, no. You don't care. You loved just want to win. I loved yeah. it. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like school, I'd go away and I'd never, oh, you want another thing. Like it kind of, I honestly nearly got bullied because I was always away. Yeah, right. And they'd like be jealous. Oh, you're always away. Oh, yeah, you just do BMX, you just win, like whatever. Like, yeah, they just, the people just hated it. It it, it was, uh, that's so that's so odd in itself. Mm. Now, you said about the gender types and things yeah. like that. When you, we won't go that path too much. But when you were going at school, like, was it was it strange doing BMX? Like, was there any many other girls doing BMX like as well as you were? At least? No, no. That'd no. be a bit, that's probably part of that too. Like, honestly, a there's a thing. few there's a few good girls yep. um, coming up the ranks like Taya Rufus, yep. Bella May like these these girls are strong they're, they're young, they're yep. s- they've still got heaps of time yep. and yeah but when I was young that wasn't too many yeah. yeah, so there's probably that too like you go back to school like anyone that does something that's different 
is usually like it's like an outcast yeah. sort of thing, you know. It's yeah. like oh, they're doing that. Um, I don't know. It's weird mentality. That's, mm-hmm. But that's how we all are. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Yeah. Different. I was always away. Yeah. Be away like at least once a month, and like for a weekend, like from Wednesday to you know get Monday off and yep. yeah I'd come back and oh you're always away I was like oh, sorry sorry I didn't be Mac sorry yeah I'm so sorry I'm <laughs> yeah. doing something that's great like, yeah yeah it's really really difficult how did school go I uh, I got bullied a lot really? it was bad yeah but yeah it was whatever that's just part of life <laughs> eh? like yeah. it, sadly it's just yeah kids can be cruel mm-hmm. pretty much that's mm-hmm. just a nice way to say it. kids can be really cruel yeah and, it's just part of life that yeah. you hopefully uses like a defense mechanism mm-hmm. for later things, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But I've done well. Like I've been obviously bullied in school a lot and yep. then coming into the social media, you get hate and yeah. I, it does not bother me. It's good. Yeah. It, like it's honestly, yeah, I think a lot of people need to not let it bother them as much as well. Yeah. I think it's a good trait to have. Just let it roll away. And, but I think yeah. that comes down to being bullied in school too. You just like build a wall and you're like, whatever. Yeah, you, you, you can't hurt like me. It's, been a, it's like being a blessing, getting bullied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I guess like you've got whatever the numbers are of people that view your content, mm. right? There's always going to be, even if it's uh, 5%, yeah. that, that are going to be hate. Yeah. Um, you need to have a thick skin because mm-hmm. like it's... Yeah. Yeah, people write some things and you're like, oh, really? Like, yeah. yeah. The more the more followers and the more views you get, sure. the more hate. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get much hate? I would say like no, but so, like if a video blows up on TikTok, like, yep. definitely, that's so much hate comes in. Explain. Because TikTok's cruel. Yeah. Yeah. What What leads that? Is it just because it grows so quickly and it's just I, a numbers game? I think TikTok. It's because before you page. Anyone yep. can be on it. Yes. It's not like Instagram kind of if you don't have many followers on Instagram, you don't really get on the Explore page. Yep. Um, but TikTok, you can have – you don't even need a follower and you can be on that for you page. So there's enough eyeballs that are out there, mm. 5% of the population are psychopaths that want to write <laughs> the worst possible things. In yeah. The world. yeah. That's just a numbers thing. You know? Yeah, and I think TikTok because you can be so – like you, you don't need a profile. You don't even need a name on there, yep. so it's so anonymous. So yep. that's where the that's where the hate comes in because you don't need, yeah. Yeah, it's it's so strange. Mm. Yeah, whereas like, it, um, yeah, like if you've got a smaller following, it's just just less people mm-hmm. that hate. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's it, I, it's hard to fathom, but your mentality is the perfect way to do it. It's yeah. like, oh, what what are they doing? Like, yeah. what are they do? Yeah, I'm just going to go to training. Mm-hmm. Just to live my life. Yeah, if you're not my parents or you know a close friend, yep. I don't care what you say. You know, at at a, at a point like uh, you've got competitive time left in you. You've got lots of competitive mm-hmm. time if you choose to take that path. Mm-hmm. At what point does you, does Desiree come back and say I'm going to be a role model for this? Like I'm going to train people, or what's what, what's the end game with BMX? I Is haven't even thought of that. Yeah, I haven't even thought of that. Um, I'm always been like the person if I say like, cause I love gym, I love BMX. Yeah. If I were to coach in BMX or if I used to, if, if I wanted to be a PT, yeah. I think I'd fall out of love for training myself yes. or riding myself. Yeah. So I did my PT course and I was like, I can't, I can't do it. Cause I, I definitely will fall out of love with training. Yeah. 
and I that's why I'm not a coach in BMX. Like, I think I'd be a really good coach, but yeah. I'd probably wouldn't want to ride. So you're like someone that's like a free ride person. Mm. Like you fit into the freestyle category <laughs> of a sport. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like I just want to do my own thing. Yeah. I'm uh, really happy for it, and that's good. Yeah. But this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, just all that interference can keep away. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely. If once I, you know, choose to move on from the sport, I could definitely. Yeah. I think coaching could be something I could move into. Yep. Yeah. And do you do you have people asking for that now? Like, do you have people asking for tips in the, the cycle world, or um, is not, it like that, not, or is it different in that sport? It's a bit different. Yeah. Not you know, there's so many coaches you know around, so yeah, I don't really get asked too much. That's okay. Yeah, I do on my social media about gym. Yeah. But not so much BMX. Not so much BMX. Mm. It's funny, like your primary sport is BMX. Mm. You've represented Australia in weightlifting, mm-hmm. so it's a secondary sport as such. But people see you for weightlifting a lot too. Mm-hmm. Like it's, uh, it's, it's like it's almost a primary thing. Yeah, I think it's because most of my posts on Instagram is like me posing in the gym, gym and stuff. stuff yeah. So, yeah. Could be that. Yeah. Uh, what's... For, for next year, like if you get to do this, we have to ride every weekend at events. Like is it that sort of program? That's what I'm going to be wanting to do. Yeah, right. More racing, more riding, yep. the better you're going to be. So just being More bike time there. definitely is, you know, the upper hand. So you just need to do more and more. What's the calendar look like for that? Is there a calendar out for club stuff or what's uh, there's no, uh, There's no South Queensland or Queensland calendar yet. Really? No. But... I think I'm doing – there's a track attack series uh, mid-Jan yep. and it's in Melbourne and it's basically you do – I think it's six races over seven days. Wow. So you race all week. So I'm doing that. Yep. Heaps of bike time. And, yeah, April's go yeah, time, New the, Zealand, Oceana's. Yep. Yeah. So train up to then and, yeah, go from there. How does – how like how have you approached sponsorship over the years? How do I approach it? How do you approach it? Sorry. Um, I've got a manager. You do? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he started managing me, I think, 2018, 2017. And, yeah, um, he's obviously got a group of girls and he um, manages them through all different sports and sponsors go to him. Yep. Yeah. That's good Mm -hmm. because it's such an integral part of trying to keep the ball rolling. Yeah. Like you need to ride your bike. Mm Mm-hmm. Doing all that other stuff takes you away from doing that. It's very difficult. Yeah, definitely. Has that been a big thing to have since that time? Like it's helped? Yeah. Yeah. That Puma's been with me since 2018. I was going to ask you about Puma. Mm. Like that's a huge brand. (laughs) Yeah. Like. It still still doesn't like seem real. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're wearing like one of the most iconic brands Mm -hmm. in brand history. Mm -hmm. Really? Like it's. Yeah. How, how, how did that come through the manager? Yeah. You must feel pretty proud. Yeah. Yes. I, I, so he, you know, they come to them, like you come to the manager and yep. you can put names down for, you know, who they might want to pick. Yep. And I was like one of four or five girls put down. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to get it. Like I'm only, I think, how old was I? Four four years ago so I was like 16 and I was like they're not going to pick a 16 year old girl like I'm not even elite sport yet yeah. but yeah came back and I was like whoa like this is crazy yeah yeah and now you've been with them for four years mm. and, and that's, I've, yeah 
and I've done photo shoots for them yep. and been on their like billboards. It's it's cool. Like it's crazy. What does does the Puma door open? Like when you sign up with a brand like that, does that open different opportunities? Oh, definitely. Yeah, because you're you're you know you're on their website. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Like, cause that is a huge, like the people that have worn that over the years as well. Mm-hmm. It, it's a very yeah. uh, prestigious company. Yeah, definitely. So it's cool. Mm-hmm. How has cycling changed over the time? Like, um, we go to dirt track together, right? Yeah. Um, like we've been to heaps of events. We look at dirt bikes. They really are the same sort of thing. Mm-hmm. What, what's happened over the whole time. How's BMX changed over the time that you've been in it? And has it? It definitely has. Um, yep. You know, the tracks are sealed. So yes. it's basically when you come off, you, you got road rash. The, the berms yeah. are con- like bitumen. Yeah. Back in the day when I first started, it was like gravel, like loose dirt, dirt corners, yep. smaller jumps. Yeah. What's the benefit of the bitumen? Why'd they do that? Faster, less, you know, I'd say, you it's know, you consistent. don't crash as easy in the corners. You can go a lot quicker. Yeah be less, you know, cautious. Because that, yeah, that bitumen can really tear. Because, mm-hmm. like, what you wear for it re- really is not, mm-hmm. like, it's good gear, yeah. but bitumen's very aggressive yeah. on anything. Um, yeah. Whereas dirt, you sort of slide a little bit Yeah, more. so I, where I broke my back at Lugan, yep. BMX Club, their track isn't sealed yet, or yep. hasn't been sealed, and it's gravel. And so when I broke my back, like, I'm thank God that it was not, like, sealed. Because where I, how I crashed is I scorpioned and I kind of like slid a little bit and mm. flipped over. But if it was just sealed like, bam, could have been a lot worse. Yep. Have you had any moments like that where you're like, oh, was, mm. that, like, was that a scary one? Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, I was really badly winded and I couldn't breathe. And then the first aid guy said, oh, if you can feel your legs, just you, you can get up. And I was like, oh, okay. That's so I was like, oh, knowing up. me, I was like, I'm getting up. Like, yeah, I'm sweet. Yep. But then the pain just got worse and worse. And then I had another fall at Nationals last year, December. I was like one of my first races back from my back. Yeah. Like pretty bad. I hit my head bad. And I kind of just like, you know, whiplash, bang. And it was on, you know, the sealed track. Yeah. And my whole body was just covered in like road rash because, oh. it, yeah, it's brutal. What's the best thing to cure that? Not the crashing part, the road rash. Like, is it? Oh, is it I moisturizer? Have like, what is there? Shower. A certain thing? That's just so bad. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just keep them patched. Yeah. It's so gross, but. What do you do? Yeah. Yeah. Chick stick scars. Yeah, yeah. That's your shirt. Um, with your with Logan, which one was that? Was it Finley? Hey. Oh, um, my home club. No, the uh, when you said Logan. BMX. Logan BMX club. Yeah. That's at Beanley. No, that's that? in Logan. I don't know where it is. I wonder where that is. There's Logan. In, you know where the mountain bike trails are? At Roachdale? I don't know where it is. Um, I just know it's Logan BMX Club. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Um, mountain bike trails are down there. Yeah. Because I ride mountain bike down there. Down yeah. that one. So it's probably that one. Yeah. So it's at the end of end of the road park on the left. Yeah. Yeah. It's just there. And there's so a, ma- there's a skate happened. park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A skate park at the end. Yeah. So I was literally just warming. I was probably my second lap. Yeah. And I was like to my friend, I was like, oh, can you film this? Just like, just, you know, I never get anyone to film me. I was like, can you you film this? Wow. (laughs) Yeah. And you got it. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Do you watch it? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I watch it and I'm like, oh, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, you show some people and they're like, they can't watch it. It's yeah. pretty deadly. For you, do, do you learn from watching those things? Like if you look through your videos of different things, like um, do you call it like a tail tap, like tap tail of the bike? Yeah, like that. Like when you watch a couple of the ones where like I've seen you ride over the Mm. time, uh, this was a close one. Do you watch that and go, okay, I need to shift myself a little bit? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you do look look at videos and yeah, I can do better here. Yeah. Yeah. From being a kid doing this to now, that's one thing that's gotten a heap easier. Mm. Like you can film everything. Oh, yeah. You know, like you can actually watch back for one thing. It's not on the camera. No, no. You (laughs) don't have to have a camcorder or a camera crew with you. Like you can do something so simple, you know. So Mm -hmm. are you fully recovered now? Like do you have any issues with those uh, vertebrae? No. So it's fully fully healed. Um, It definitely aches, you know, here and there. If I go too hard in the gym, it aches. Yeah. It's it's just probably going to be there like that forever. Yeah. One of those ones where people talk about like cold weather, yeah. you know, it's just yeah. a cold weather ache. You know, yeah, you definitely. Mm. So, awesome. Yeah. Thank you for coming in. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been like it's been unreal. Like, yeah. Uh, honestly, I wanted to, I wanted you to come in for ages. I can't believe this is the first podcast you've um you've actually done. Yeah. So um thanks for thanks for making your way in here. Yeah. I wish you all the best for 2023. I keep wanting to call it 2022. Like I'm I know. A year behind. I don't know what's going it's on there. It's so the years are going so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. But so. yeah, thank you so much for having me. No, it's been cool. And uh, if you ever need anything um, through here or anything um, over the next whatever, yeah, uh, make sure you reach out. Perfect. Thank cool. you so much. That's all we have time for in today's show. If you get the chance, head over to YouTube and hit subscribe on the Talk and Chatter page. Also, head over to iTunes and give us a star rating and a review there. It all helps to get the podcast out there. A big thank you goes to everyone that's been doing this already, and uh, we'll be back with another show soon.